With us today is David O. Malpass. He was president of the World Bank, and he was also uh, uh, undersecretary of the Treasury for International Affairs for the United States. Uh, David Malpass, so many things are happening in the world that uh, there's nobody better qualified to, to give us an evaluation of, well, how do we say it back in America? What the heck is going on? Hi, John. It's good to, good to be with you. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a wild world. You know, there's uh, two wars, meaningful wars, you know, with people dying with uh, arms blowing. The Pumas are meeting in Davos in the snow. And at the same time in Iowa, they, they held a vote and it was democracy in action with people actually expressing their opinions. Uh, I, I think a lot of people are looking for better government. Uh, and w we could sure use that. Your, your boss uh, won 99 of your old boss won 99 of your uh, uh, of uh, 100 precincts. That was pretty good. That that was a good showing. And it's uh, you know, there's this concentration in the Republican Party of people that really want to find a way to have faster growth, uh, to not have the tax increase that is scheduled for 2025, you know, that's overhanging the U.S. economy. But at the same time, uh, in, in Davos, they're looking for global government. And this, I think this is the tension in the world, that the U.S. is the, is the world leader in terms of the economy, in terms of innovation, in terms of potential, uh, but we've got to live up to it. Uh, understood. Uh, and, uh, you know, with Davos going on and uh, uh, so many things happening in in Europe, uh, I, I heard that even Jamie Dimon met with uh, uh, the president of uh, the Ukraine. Um, with things going on in the United States, there's snow in Iowa, snow in New Hampshire, snow in, uh, in Davos. I mean, what's going on? What do you think is happening? leaders, people that are running businesses, that are running governments have to meet. Uh, I, I, I met uh, frequently uh, multiple times with President Zelensky of Ukraine. He's stuck in a war that's a very difficult war. It's important to the uh, to the world, but it's, it's not getting itself re resolved. And I, I think I want to come back to this issue uh, that uh, uh, there's a tension in the world between those that really are, are angling for global government. Remember, the, the international tax deal says it tries to dictate from the center of the world what everybody can do on their tax policy. I think one of the things the U.S. Uh, could step forward and do is say we want a 14 percent min corporate minimum tax, not the 15 percent that's been required by the world to be the minimum. Who is the world to set a minimum for the corporate tax rates uh, of countries around the world? But it's the same on, on bank regulation. You've got uh, central bodies uh, trying to be global governments and telling all the banks around the world what they, what they can and can't do in terms of their lending uh, behavior. Um, and so Jamie Dimon, the head of J.P. Morgan, the biggest uh, biggest bank in the U.S. Uh, and, and giant within the world, uh, it, it has has to really uh, toe the line, meaning do do what they're telling him uh, as far as international regulators. They're not elected, uh, and they are not really following 
the, the, the goals that I think the people in Iowa showed, that they simply want a, a much better economy and better decision-making out of Washington. That's not what they're getting. What they're getting is huge amounts of spending uh, that just seems endless uh, tacked onto the national debt. I understood. Um, do you think uh, with what's going on in the United States, uh, the price of oil is uh, hovering around 70 right now. Uh, the uh, the price of uh, uh, interest rates are rumored to come down. Uh, the markets has been doing well. Uh, it's an election year. Uh, is there a struggle going on between uh, the European or the, or the Asian countries, Russia, the OPEC nations, on what the real price of oil should be uh, versus what uh, maybe President Biden wants it at to, to get elected? Well, sure. Energy is at the core of how countries make their economies grow and allow them to grow. So all over the world, people are desperate uh, for oil. The U.S. is fortunate because it can produce huge amounts of oil. I think it could be a lot more than what's being produced. Uh, but it goes as, as the core of how do you make all of the things that we use around the world. Um, and so this comes straight to this uh, point of where, where the U.S. can show more leadership. Uh, you know, if you're Putin, you're sitting there thinking, boy, I, I, I've really made a killing out of the high oil prices that are going on. I can't believe that the U.S. is letting me do this month after month uh, of producing and selling oil at giant prices. The U.S. says, well, we're going to prohibit you from uh, prohibit countries uh, in the world from from uh, paying Russia. Remember the sanctions idea, but it simply hasn't worked. There's all this axis of evil uh, in the world that really wants to buy oil from Russia and don't care about the sanctions from the U.S. Uh, and so that's, that's a tension uh, going on within the world uh, that the U.S. is just not stepping up to, to, uh, to challenge. I uh, understand. And th there's a it's a big problem going on in the world with the price of oil, like we talked about. Um, uh, it, during the speech in Iowa the other night, uh, when uh, President Trump won, he says, I'm going to drill, baby, drill. That means if he drills as much as he is threatening to drill, it could bring down the price of oil down to 50 like it was last time. Uh, does that hurt the OPEC nations? Does that hurt Russia? And what do they do then? Uh, uh, yeah, the, you know, these p political phrases are, are uh, you know, are attractive, I suppose, and you simplify it down. But the reality of the world, I think, is there needs to be avenues on all forms of energy. Uh, we, we need to be doing more with nuclear energy. I don't know if you saw, but Japan is behind in in restarting or in starting its nuclear reactors, they're, they're one of the most powerful ways to make energy, and they're what's needed uh, for baseload on the grid. One of the challenges, you know, worldwide is what we, we enjoy electricity in the U.S. that's 24-7, but in a lot of the world, the, the electricity goes off, and then if you're rich, you buy a, you buy a generator, a diesel generator, uh, and that's really where the world is descending. 
John, let me tell you, one of the things I'm concerned about is as the as the fiscal deficit in the U.S. is is so large year after year, even when we have, uh, you know, supposedly an expansion going on in our economy uh, that takes money from the whole world. And so the consequence of that. Uh, it, so the U.S. is always going to be the first borrower. It can get money from anywhere in the world uh, in these unlimited, seemingly unlimited quantities. Uh, but it means that the rest of the world doesn't have the capital needed to invest in their own energy production, uh, in fertilizer. And one of the problems in the world is farmers aren't going to get enough fertilizer uh, outside of uh, the rich countries. Uh, and so the, these are this is not the way to reduce world tension. I think we really have to come back to peace through strength, and strength comes from good regulatory policy, good energy policy, good uh, tax policy, and we're not we're not uh, we're not playing in that game properly right now. Uh, the other item that's at war with, uh, between uh, uh, the Americas and and Russia and OPEC uh, in in the Far East. It's this uh, reliance on electric vehicles and pushing towards these environmental projects that seem to be, well, going broke in a lot of places. What, what say you about that? Well, the, the people that are in, in Davos, you know, they, they kind of have stopped talking as much about climate. They've stopped talking as much as about crypto, and now they're going into artificial intelligence. So it's whatever the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the topic of the moment is that gets them away from what wasn't working. And clearly what wasn't working was on climate. They never really got the idea that they needed to choose. There needed to be cost-benefit analysis in the things that they were that they the global government people were dictating uh and and electric vehicles is a case in point they they, uh, oftentimes within these international conferences there was the decision that everybody in the all the rich people in the world should mandate rules to make people do things that were really expensive so they could make a lot of money uh, and electric vehicles is uh, is a center part of that. There needed to be, uh, you know, a thoughtful process of laying out what are the goals and what's a cost benefit way of getting to those goals. And everybody in the world, I think, uh, wants better living conditions for people around the world. That's not what's happening. Poverty is going up uh, because so much of the capital is getting sucked into these dead end uh, projects. Understood. Well, David Malpass, we're, we're out of time, but I want to thank you for coming on, and I want to continue this discussion. Uh, so uh, we hope you're available in, in the next few weeks to continue this, this discussion of what's going on in the world economy. Thank you so much for coming on uh, this Thanks, Sunday John. morning. Let's do it again. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com